the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. And today I have a mental health coach. I have a mental health counselor. And this is so important because we get to talk about parenting. We get to talk about parents and kids. And I know you're just going to love Michelle Niedert. She is here with us. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Jennifer. It's so much fun. It's fun to be together and fun to talk about these kind of topics because what a what a hot button, right? I mean, we all need it and we're all looking for answers in the area of mental health and parenting and raising kids. So just pour it out, Michelle. Uh, you are a wealth of knowledge and wisdom and, and experience. And so we need to glean from that today. <laughs> Where would you start as a parent? I think the first thing I would encourage parents is, you know, with the national statistics coming out that anywhere from one to three to one to five kids will, are projected to have mental health diagnoses by the time they're 18. It's making parents very worried and we're seeing statistics just go up post pandemic. But I want to provide a just hope that first of all, mental health is always on a scale moving from being very functional to struggling to sometimes even shutting down. But all of that is in transition at all times. A lot of times I'm quoted as saying, your diagnosis, if you do receive one from a professional, is not your destiny. And I think this is really important with kids. In fact, on the Raising Mentally Healthy Kids podcast, I was talking with John Townsend, who trained me when I was really young, and we were talking about how we're worried that kids are self-diagnosing themselves by Googling things or hearing their friends talk. And a lot of kids are struggling with worry and stress, but they're calling it anxiety. And an anxiety disorder is something only a healthcare professional or a mental health professional can diagnose you with. And even then, that's a snapshot of that moment in my office. Believe me, if you're not getting better and your insurance companies are not going to be happy with me. So I really want to encourage parents to have hope I want to encourage them to also take care of their own mental health because mentally healthy kids are raised by mentally healthy parents. That's for sure. What can parents do to improve their their own mental health? What are some just practical things they can do? Well, the first thing that I think we want to look at, and, you know, the church is really good at one of these four areas of life. When we work with this in our offices at our center in Dallas, we look at a bio. So we're looking at biology and physical dynamics, a psycho. What are you thinking? What is your mind dwelling on? What is your belief system? How was it created? Then we're looking at social What does your support system look like? Who's in your life that speaks life to you and is positive? And finally, spiritual. How do you interact with God? And is that a positive experience? And how do you see him being for you and and making a way for you to go? And how much do you even know about his word? And and then also, again, some of these are going to overlap in his community. So I think the most important thing that we want to talk about is, first of all, 
are you moving? Are you eating food that's going to fuel your brain? Are you getting the biggest thing, especially, and we see this in postpartum moms. We can see this in teenagers who are gaming too much. We can see this in, in somebody who's had a really traumatic experience and that's really anxious. How much sleep are you getting? Because sleep affects how well your brain works, and it affects how well you're even to concentrate on what you think. And so then we get into that next one, and I really want to encourage people to think about what are you feeding your brain. As it talks about in Philippians 4, we really want to start look at looking at am I feeding somebody something that's going to give me hope and it's going to focus on God's solution? For example, I had an older woman in my office, a grandmother, and she was so, she was getting depressed. She had been anxious. She was starting to get depressed. And as I was kind of doing a life assessment of her, I was asking her, how much TV do you watch a day? Because she's retired. And she's telling me that she watches a certain news station about six to eight hours a day. Well, believe it or not, I mean, it's just on in the background, right? So one of the things we did is, we reduced that down to less than about an hour a day. Good. Just half an hour, like at the beginning, half an hour later on. And so that changed her perspective because the job of the news is to get our attention. And so that's to create drama and intensity and things like that. It's what we use to get people's attention. But just like I did when I gave that mental health statistic at the beginning. But at the same time, if we live in that place, we are going to struggle more. So one thing that's really helped me, and this is more on the spiritual side, but it's, I think it's really helped my mind as well, is I'm doing a really unique challenge with a friend of mine who's an author here in the Texas area, Mary DeMuth. Can you even imagine this? I've never done this before. I've been to Bible college. I went to Baylor. I was a religion major. I went to seminary. I have half a doctorate in biblical counseling. And I've read through the Bible in a, in a year. I've read through the New Testament in a year. But this is doing the whole Bible in 90 days. Now, I do not have the time to sit and read. And plus, I don't think I could sit that long, if I'm honest. But I'm listening to the whole Bible in 90 days. And it's really changed my mind, I can already tell, because I'm kind of a crime junkie, and I like to hear sensational things. I'm a major geek. I'm always listening to an audio book, like just consuming so much information. But if you're going to listen to the Bible in 90 days, that's all you're going to do with your free time for the most part is when you're yeah. in the car and you're, you're not going to talk on the phone to a lot of people, you're going to be listening. When I'm getting ready for work, I'm listening. I even listen in the shower. I'm grateful my phone is waterproof. But in the midst of this, I've realized that all of a sudden, like my God filter is stronger. And that's where we get into that psychological piece of renewing the mind and, and really beginning to, you know, with young kids, I encourage parents, Read those Christian books at night with your kids. Teach them Bible verses through songs and even repetition piece by piece. And then as your kids get older and you're running around like crazy and you're just all dying to get in bed at the end of the day because they're in activities all afternoon and evening, take that moment. Encourage them to do a devotional at night. We've written some for that because I want to help kids learn maybe before their feet hit the floor or maybe at the end of the day when all the thoughts of processing the day come, that's when a lot of anxiety builds, the research says in kids, that we're giving them something else to dwell on. We're distracting their brain away from kind of picking themselves apart and into God's truth. And so I think this is a really important thing for us to remember that we call it cognitive behavioral therapy and counseling. It's also called renewing the mind. So I think in order to stay mentally healthy, we are going to have to accept there's a battle of the mind, 
And not only do we want to be modeling how we're fighting it, we want to teach our kids to become equipped to fight those battles as well. I tell my son, you know, sometimes he's like, Mom, I'm so tired. I'm like, you know what, worst case scenario, and I intentionally turned her off for this radio interview, just roll over and say, Alexa, open the Bible app and read me the verse of the day. If that's the best you can do, I want you to hear God's word every day. I think that's so important. Well, I'm Jennifer, and this is Michelle Niedert, and we are talking about uh, raising mentally healthy kids, and it starts with the parents. She has a podcast at RaisingMentallyHealthyKids.com. But, Michelle, we just have like two minutes left, a short amount of time. Tell us, what about with parenting, Do you what are healthy boundaries for the, all of these activities? I mean, you're ta- talking to us about putting the Word of God in your children, reading them Christian books, listening to praise music. All of those things are so vital and so foundational, really, in the life of a child. But how do parents know uh, what to say yes to and what to say no to and what's normal? I don't think normal is the question. I think what is your family bandwidth look like? What is your child's bandwidth look like? Sometimes we do a little bit of a calculator. With the things you're committing to, can you guys get enough sleep? Can you eat healthy foods? Can you be active in community? Can your kids have play dates? I just talked to a mom about that today. She's like, we may have to make some commitment changes. But building social skills is really important in those younger years. And then also the thing I would equip parents with the most is managing emotions, learning how to emotionally self-regulate yourself, and that's through things like breathing. Sometimes I have to splash cold water on my face. Sometimes I have to take, you know, we didn't have time out for the kids. We had a calm down step for them, and then I had time out. So I could kind of talk my way back. I need time out back. sometimes. <laughs> that's a great, <laughs> yeah, great I idea. we all do. And, and the other thing I think we need to talk about with kids, because we know the last generation didn't do a great job of this, is we need to acknowledge that we have emotions, that emotions are going to be on our bus but not running our bus. And then we need to talk about how do you cope with them when they feel really strong. Because what's happening in our culture today is kids are feeling them and parents are correcting them for it because sometimes after emotions come negative behaviors. And then kids are associating that with their emotions so they're not turning to their parents as an emotional compass and learning from it. They're learning from their friends. And if they learn to cope from their friends, they might decide to change their gender. They might decide to cut on themselves. They might decide to watch something that's really interactive that's going to give them dopamine and distract them. And so we want to make sure we are helping our kids not only learn healthy ways to cope, but part of that is also, you know, when you feel helpless, which is a lot of what happens emotionally, that you include God in that formula. That is so powerful, Michelle. Thank you so much for being with us today. That is Michelle Niedert, and you can find her at yourmentalhealthcoach.com, yourmentalcoach.com, or raisingmentallyhealthykids.com. Michelle Niedert, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm Jennifer, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you're a parent out there, we are cheering you on, and we are proud of you. Keep growing. Keep seeking the Lord for those kids because God is with you. He loves you. I also have some resources for you at jenniferjackson.com. You can listen to other testimonies of women of faith, and I have some downloads, books, and other resources for you there. Go to jenniferjackson.com as you have time. Thanks, Michelle, and you have been listening to Simply for Women.
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.